0: This is Supernatural Selection on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, hosted by Kevin the Bastard. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me is Mike the Skeptic. After a full three weeks with David talking about ghost monkeys, Mike is back. what? What were y'all talking about? We had been talking about the Legend of Boggy Creek, specifically the Falk Monster, and uh, <laughs> David hates, hates the term ghost monkeys, and I keep using it. So, you're just pissing them off. I excel at this.
1: Well, good. Good to know.
0: Yeah. So, uh, how you doing, Mike? Pretty Good. Good. Good good, because we're going to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed that we are really good at two things, covering uh, subjects people may not have heard, and character
1: assassination. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we we take the piss out of people really well, we, you and I.
0: Yeah, we really do, because I think that one of my favorite things we've done so far has been the David Ike episode. And throw a alien, of course. So... This week, we have a new subject we are going to be talking about. To throw us back into the realm of the uh, uh, homo (laughs) sapien, we're going to be talking about Mr. Graham Hancock. I know you're looking at your hand. I know you're looking at your penis, Mike.
1: That's what I've been doing every time you mentioned him all week. I know this.
0: And Mr. Hancock is a, let's call him, speculative historian or speculative archaeologist. He believes that there is a lost ancient civilization of human beings that predates everything we know about humanity. So he's full of shit. mm, I'm torn here. Uh, I really like his theories, but I think Cram Hancock might be a prick, but we're going to explore that a little bit in this episode because he has a lot of critics, as you would expect, and uh, we're going to talk about um, some of the uh, valid criticisms there are and yeah. the invalid criticisms because if there's one thing that... You shouldn't do with these people's ad hominem attacks. Uh, Yes, leave that for us, please. Please. Yes, that is our job as professional amateurs. We do that. Please, don't sully your reputation. Let us sully ours. So, um, Mike, before we really get started, you said you had a plan for this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to look. Directly in front of you. I am looking directly in front of me next to my mental health medications. There is a shot
1: glass full of tequila. Yes, it it is full of tequila. I have one over here as well. I understand that. So, I want you to... Here's the plan. So, it is no secret that we frequently partake while in the process and beforehand recording these.
0: Oh, yes. I mean that is <laughs> that's part of the character assassination thing right there.
1: Yeah. So, my plan is we have a little we'll have a little game going on. I okay. want you I want you to think of a word. Okay. That when I say it, I have to drink. And okay. I will think of a word for you. Okay. And so, whenever I say the word, you tell me to drink. <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't want it to be like just you know the. Come
0: on, think of no, something. No, no, no. I've already, I've got one already, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, if you would like to play along with this game,
1: choose one of us. Don't choose both of us. You will die. <laughs> All right. And we only have one shot, so it's like not like yeah. every time we say that word.
0: No. Well, I'm not. I don't know if I can down the whole shot. Maybe a half the shot. I'm going
1: to take the whole thing.
0: Are you? Yes. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Um, Now, I know my word for you. Yeah. Have you picked a word for me?
1: I actually, I'm actually thinking of that right now.
0: All right. Now, here's the thing. When you take the shot, Mm -hmm. when either of us takes the shot, we have to say, hang on. I got to take the shot.
1: Well, I mean, you'll you'll obviously you'll be calling us on it. So like, oh yeah, you said no. the word. We, we we do yeah. You said the secret word. Right. Yay! right yeah. Ah! It's like yeah, Wee's like Playhouse. Kiwi's Playhouse. Yes. Yeah.
0: All, All right. right. So, uh, I, hang on. I think I have a word that you will say. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. I can deal with that. So, uh, let's start in on our subject. What we're going to do is we're going to do two parts of this. The first part, we're going to talk about Graham Hancock as a Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about his theories, which this is one of those situations where I really want to separate the message from the messenger and uh, potatoes. Is that the word? No. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Mr. Hancock is an author. He is born August twenty second, nineteen fifty. He
1: is from the United Kingdom. I and, I just interrupt you real quick. But sure. Go I ahead. do notice that you're you're structuring this completely the opposite of Time Cube, where we went to the theories first and then talked about the man.
0: That's because I feel like we really need to get him out of the way and then tackle the subject i don't know why i just i feel like that's really important because okay. his his i feel like his theories deserve their own f- their own forum because okay. i don't uh unlike david ike mm-hmm. his theories are not anti-semitic yeah so
1: that you know of
0: that well not yet, okay anyway. that's fair but you know we're get, We'll get into that eventually. There is something with his critics, but we'll, we'll get into that later. So, uh, again, Hancock was born uh, August 2nd, 1950, in the UK. He is a writer and what journalist. What is about the
1: UK about these guys?
0: You know what? Um, I've been trying to think of that, I'm wondering if it's like all the
1: factories they had. Socialized healthcare. Sociali-
0: you think it's like uh, mercury in the uh, <laughs> vaccines? No, it? no. No? No. But, you
1: know, uh, maybe it's just... It could be the the needs pyramid.
0: Maybe they should stop hitting babies on the head with hammers. Oh, that'll
1: do it. That'll yeah,
0: okay. do it. I think maybe if we well, if you quit hitting your babies, England, maybe you'd uh, you'd not have so many Hancock's and Ikes running around.
1: They also have a lot of a lot older houses there.
0: Maybe it's they like, do asbestos and lead, lead paint, yeah. lead paint and asbestos. Yeah the origin of most conspiracy theorists
1: the origin and, of most psychopaths
0: yet you're not wrong we you know what i don't want to get into serial killers but like that really would be a fascinating thing uh so apparently he was born in edinburgh in scotland, in scotland. Uh, scottish he's scottish if it's not if it's not scottish it's crap uh his parents moved to india when he was 3 and his father was a surgeon Uh, He graduated from Durham University in 1973. He received first-class honors degree in sociology. Uh, He is married to Santa Faye. I'm butchering that, and I apologize. Uh, She is a Malaysian from Tamil in uh, Penang, Malaysia. And she is a professional photographer specializing in ancient cultures and monuments. Now, that is worth bringing up because she works with him because of that. Seeing as he is what a lot of people call a pseudoscientist or pseudo-archaeologist. Yes. They also have six children, so they definitely get along. You know, it's not like David Icke and his multitude of bizarre women. (laughs) a whole stable full (laughs) fucking stable of children so uh, in his career as a journalist Hancock worked for the Times, the Sunday Times the Independent, the Guardian he co-headed co-edited I'm sorry the new internationalist magazine from 76 to 79 and he was the East Africa correspondent for the Economist that's some serious
1: literary chops. Mm, I would say that's, you know, it makes him a uh, journalist. Yes,
0: definitely. Now, let's talk about what happened that turned him from this path. Yeah. To the path of madness. Also, booger. Is that the word? Nope. Damn it. Okay. Uh,. <laughs> So uh let's see in 83 he made his first visit to northern Ethiopia in a war zone to cover you know fucking war for the economist you know What else are you going to cover in a war zone I'd pottery fucking you know I, I I would not doubt that he's a sociologist Um so he finds a cathedral in Ethiopia called where is it the Saint Mary of Z- the ca- Cathedral of Saint Mary of Zion All right and Ethiopia is catholic but their own u- they're their own unique brand of catholicism All right So and he meets a monk there and the monk tells him we have the Ark of the Covenant Now I don't know what Fucking conversation he had with this monk, that led the guy to say, "Hey man, we got the Ark of the Covenant, and I'm in charge
1: of watching this thing." Now know, maybe maybe that monk just stands outside and everybody that walks by, is like, "We have the Ark of the Covenant. Psst, we have the hey, Ark of the Covenant.
0: Hey man. Hey, hey. We
1: have the Ark of the Covenant.
0: Hey. You want me to melt some zombies? You want me to melt some Nazis?" We got that shit.
1: Nope, zombies.
0: Zombies. I don't know why I said zombies. I think...
1: They, they cohabitate the same space in your head as Nazis.
0: You know what? Yeah, they kind of do. They're brainless twats. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> anyway, the point is, he meets this guy that tells him he's got the Ark of the Covenant, which has been a theory for a long time, because um, the Queen of Sheba was supposedly from Ethiopia, and she came and visited Solomon at the temple. And the legend goes that Solomon entrusted her with the Ark of the Covenant to safeguard it, and she brought it back to Ethiopia, and they've had this extremely long-lived sect of Christianity down there. Yeah. So it's possible that it's true. You know, there's nothing to say that it is or isn't. All I'm going to say is that anytime people go up to this – uh this monastery. They're like, hey man, you got the Ark of the Covenant. Could you please put the AK-47 down, <laughs> sir? Uh, could you put the AR down? please, Sir, I'll leave. I'll leave. I promise. I'll leave. So, it's, it's kind of a bizarre situation. We got the Ark of the Covenant. Can I see it? You're gonna fucking die.
1: Yeah, I mean, why would you tell people you have the Ark I- of the Covenant if you wouldn't want to show it to him.
0: I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out, and like, I can't figure like, it hey, out.
1: Hey, Kevin. Yeah? I have a 13-inch dick. No, you don't. I'm not going to show it to you, but you don't know for sure I don't.
0: Motherfucker. Prove it or get the fuck out. Exactly.
1: Okay, yeah, exactly. That's the problem.
0: Um. So, Hancock hears this and becomes mm, sort of obsessed, and he starts working on research for his first book called The Sign and the Seal, which is about, of course, uh... The sign, the seal, and the delivery. God damn it! I was really hoping you wouldn't go there, but here we are. I'm yours. Yes. Uh, compelling Brew of Mystery, Crime, and Science, revealing the details behind the search for the Ark of the Covenant. So, uh, on this research mission to write this book about it, which you found really interesting, um... He travels to Egypt, you know, to look up information, you know, the yeah. Israelites in bondage in Egypt and what have you. And uh, that's when he discovers what will become probably his most famous uh, claim to fame, uh, the idea that human civilization is older than we think. Specifically, let's go with Giza, that the idea that the Sphinx... And the Three Great Pyramids were built close to 13,000 years ago in the year 10,000 B.C. Okay. All right. All right. So, he becomes obsessed with that. And as soon as the book, uh, The Sign of the Seal, comes out, he immediately starts working on his next book. Which, uh, hang on, I've got a list right here. Where the fuck is that stuff? Books. Okay, here's the thing. Let Let me read you the title of some of his books, and this will give you a good idea of how it changed. All right. First book, 1985, Ethiopia, The Challenge of Hunger. 1986, AIDS, The Deadly Epidemic. 1989, The Lords of Poverty, The Power, Prestige, and Corruption of the International Aid Business. The Sign and the Seal, The Quest for the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> All right, you see, you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. It definitely took a slide. Anyway, after that, he did Fingerprints of the Gods, The Evidence of Earth's Lost Civilization. I had this book. Not going to lie. Really good fucking book, dude. Pretty fucking good. Followed by The Message of the Sphinx, which is more of the same. In fact, a lot of his books uh, are about this whole lost civilization thing. Yeah. All right. And I'm sorry if you heard that. That was Mr. Conti Cat meowing at me. Um, Apparently, he also has a theory that uh, Mars and Earth are linked and that life originally started on Mars. But anyway, he starts writing about uh, the whole ancient civilization theory, which personally, I think, has some merit. You know? What's that? I'm just saying, like, you know, the idea that... uh, there may have been whole cycles, cycles of civilization before what
1: we know, and we don't have a way to prove or disprove it, you know? Well, there's some ways to sure. sort of disprove. I... The weathering of stones is something that's well-known and can be uh, all used right. to date things to yes. a rough. which we're going to get into
0: that as we get into the actual theory. But um, he's doing all these books about... Uh, these lost civilizations and then he decides at some point i'm gonna take a break Rounds, good god this cat is just a calamity all right i'm sorry i apologize everyone the cat just decided everything on my desk needed to fall um so 2005 he releases a new book after like a year of uh Okay, actually, I'll take that back. About three years of research into something completely new. Mike, do you know what Graham Hancock became interested in in 2005? What's that? He went to the Amazon and became heavily influenced by I- ayahuasca. Yes. Are, are, are you familiar with ayahuasca? Not really. Okay, ayahuasca is a drug used uh, in South American uh, vision quest type things. Basically, think of uh, mushrooms and DMT Yeah, on steroids. This shit is hardcore. Like, you can't do it alone because you might fucking rip your face off. Jeez. All right. They always say, if you're going to do ayahuasca, be sure you have like a shaman with you and it's like oh why do you need the shaman but and they are always like oh he'll guide you i'm pretty sure it's to talk you the fuck down off of whatever you're doing yeah now it's at this point after going through all that going through some ayahuasca stuff and deciding that at some point he was a pharaoh in the past uh hancock decides that every adult human should probably do ayahuasca and i'm like "Whoa, whoa let's back up a little bit buddy So, he gets done with his ayahuasca trip and then goes back onto his ancient civilization thing. Uh, His latest book released in 2019 is America Before the Key to Earth's Lost Civilization. America Before the Key to Earth's Lost Civilization. Sorry, mispronounced that. Uh, He also released Magicians of the Gods, the Forgotten Wisdom of Earth's Lost Civilization. I think you see the theme here. Yeah. Now, his theories, yeah, all right, let's face it, they're controversial. He's talking about some shit that sounds pretty crazy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if if I came to you unprovoked and told you about all this, what would you say? You frequently do that. Okay, never mind then. Uh, Let's not go into our personal lives. He has a lot of critics. And, like, the refuting of facts, that's fine. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. You face these series with facts. I understand. But a lot of his critics just do ad hominem attacks. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you're just fucking stupid and wrong then. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why? Because you're stupid and wrong. Fuck you. (laughs) I mean, like... People don't just get, like, defensive about this stuff. They get, like, angry defensive about it. Yeah. All right? They get, like, oh, you're a fucking shit face. Like, he sued the BBC over yeah. some of the shit they said on a documentary involving some of his theories. Um, and, and I get pissed off at that. Like I said, I, I, you want to refute facts, that's fine. Or you want to refute theories with facts. That's fine. But, like, don't just call the guy a shit hook Drink. D- wait, shit hook was the word? <laughs> Holy fuck. I, uh, okay, so I take the drink then. Yes. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm kind of surprised that was it. I'm kind of surprised that said it. All right. Hang on, everybody. Here we go. All right. So... A quick word about the tequila that we're drinking. There's is not any tequila. This it's not is Jose Cuervo. That's for sure. It is definitely not. This is Corazon tequila, aged in our works personal Weller bourbon barrels.
1: Yeah. So it's it's very nice.
0: It is real damn good. So skull, Mike, down the hatch. Holy shit, that is good <laughs> stuff, man. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of burn, but it doesn't give you the tequila, tequila shakes or nothing. All right, so like I said, he gets a lot of ad hominem attacks because people just get like really pissed at his ideas, like irrationally. So I think,
1: yeah, I mean, maybe it's the they're just jealous of the press he gets.
0: Maybe. Uh, that, that's very possible. I hadn't thought of that. But, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's intriguing, you know. His ideas, you know, they're almost crafted to be attention-grabbing. Probably are. So, like, I get that. But, like, seriously, just, stop just saying you're a fucking liar. Just approach it a little more rationally if you're going to attack him. Now, that being said. I'm going to tell a couple of things. First off, did you know he has been uh, the... What's the term I'm looking for? The the advisor on a couple of films. No. Yeah. Um, he was an advisor on the Roland and Emmerich film 2012... Uh, of course, and ten thousand BC. Of course, yes, because and seriously, if you watch ten thousand BC, which ten thousand BC, it's not a great movie, but it definitely delves into that whole ancient civilization thing. Yeah, and uh, I watched it just for that. And they never say. Some say they can. They say some say they came from the stars. Some say they came from a dying continent. But they never really say. What the people that founded the civilization were. And then you find out it's just old men. Anyway, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Hancock. This one specific incident that really sticks out in fingerprints of the gods. All right? Okay. Now, this is the period where he's in Egypt with his wife, right? And he wants to climb the pyramid, which is highly illegal. It's a UNESCO site, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what a UNESCO site is, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for those that don't know, UNESCO World Heritage sites are basically places that are protected by the United Nations as cultural culturally significant for humanity as a whole. And the pyramids and the sinks are UNESCO sites. But the head of British antiquities, not British, fuck, Egyptian antiquities, Mike, do you remember the guy's name? What's that? Uh, The head of Egyptian antiquities.
1: No. This is the guy that everybody hates. Yes. The guy. it very difficult to uh, actually do research.
0: Yeah. Um, Zahi Hawass. Dr. Hmm. Zahi Hawass. Uh, This guy is crooked as shit. I don't care if I get sued for saying that. This is a guy who, uh, while talking about the integrity of archaeologists, put out a line of khaki shorts. I'm not joking. They sold it at Harrods in London. All right. Anyway, Hancock goes up and is like, I'd like to climb the pyramid. No, you cannot. You cannot climb the pyramid. I'll give you $2,000. All right, tomorrow night. So, Hancock and his guide and his wife go to the pyramid, and they start climbing. And then Hawass sends a patrol, and is like, what are you doing on the pyramid? Well, we, we paid to be able to climb it. Well, you need to give me more money, or we're going to arrest you. Now, this happens several more times. All in all, I want to say it cost him somewhere around like ten grand extra bribes to guards after bribing the guy to get to the top of the pyramid. And during the article, he talks about how it's so unfair and he's put upon and it's just awful. And I'm like, motherfucker, (laughs) you just bribed a dude. Yeah. Stop bitching. You're not put upon. You're doing something illegal. Deal with it. Like, am I am I in the wrong here?
1: Uh, well, I mean, so I, think about it if you if you were like in Mexico and you got choked down by the police for money, uh uh-huh. and they kept calling more police over to shake you down uh-huh. more it's still, I mean, it's... Yeah, but that's a shakedown.
0: I'm talking about yeah, this like, is a shakedown you've bribed them already, and you're dealing with a man who's crooked to begin with, and then it turns out, oh, shit, you mean the crooked guy I dealt with is crooked?
1: Yeah, but, you know, I, still, I don't know. Still, you enter, enter into a good faith uh, <sighs> transaction with someone. I don't know, man. I
0: just don't know that good faith is anywhere in this transaction.
1: Obviously, Um, Graham had, you know, Herbie there had good faith intentions. Herbie. Yeah, Herbie. Herbie Herbie Hancock.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so so
1: he he entered into a good faith transaction with Mr. Howis. Yeah, and he violated that. And he got the asshole in this. Both of
0: them. Both of them are the asshole in this. And look, Hancock, while I totally agree that a lot of his detractors do attack him ad hominem, there are people that have legitimate arguments against him that are like, well, here's the actual facts. And he's like, uh, he, he just like launches into like this whole, oh, woe is me thing. All right. Yeah and for that i despise him <laughs> on some level like it, it, he he travels the world he all, one of the things he says is i travel the world because as a journalist i want to report on things i personally experience so i travel the world and talk to experts i'm like yes yes you do and you write about them in your books About traveling the world, meeting experts, and they all tell you you're wrong. And you're always like, but the way he said it, I get the feeling like maybe he thinks I'm right. And I'm like, maybe. No, no, no. That's not even what happened. I'm reading it and I feel embarrassed for you. Yeah. Yeah. It just it doesn't oh, my God, he, I want to like this guy, all right? Yeah. Like, I look at a picture of him, and there's a lot of reasons I can't like him. Like, that whole woe is me thing, and the whole, you know, well, I think they think I'm right, but they can't admit it. And I'm like, no, they think you're a fucking idiot. And he looks like my boss from Shoe City.
1: Oh, yeah, he does look like that guy.
0: Yeah, you are looking at it? I've seen a
1: picture, There's a picture yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah,
0: he totally looks like that guy. Yeah, Which just makes me want to throw a fucking brick at him. I'm just going to say it. Now, that being said, um, I've gotten my opinions of the man out there. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk for a bit about Mr. Hancock's theories, because I want to separate the message from the messenger. That has been like a big important thing for me in this episode alright okay so like his theory of course like I said is that there was an advanced I don't mean technologically advanced but like a socially and maybe like knowledge advanced civilization oh. millennia before anything we we knew what, right
1: what other knowledge could there be
0: you know, astronomy... Uh, Takes
1: technology.
0: Yeah, okay, but I mean, I'm not... Okay, let me rephrase are that. There are certain amounts of
1: knowledge that require yes, technology.
0: Yes, When I say technology, I, what I'm trying to say when I say technology is
1: I don't mean fucking lasers well, and UFOs. Well, see... So, technologically advanced just is depending on the time period.
0: Okay. All right. Like a steam engine
1: in, you know, if Jesus built a steam engine, that's technologically advanced. Now,
0: in all fairness, before Jesus, they did build steam engines in Greece. Well,
1: that's, I meant like a, a, a train engine.
0: Okay. So, like an actual... Steam Loco- locomotive. I love that you just automatically jumped to Jesus being the one that built this. Well,
1: I'm just went, I'm just trying to think of someone that you know earlier in early <laughs> times. But, You know, I know about the, uh, yeah. the the little steam that you know they.
0: Yeah, like and the thing is, they made this called, steam the steam stuff, but the the automatons.
1: Well, no, the but the little the Greek steam. Thingy was called a. It's like a bird or a ball or something. It was like it was a ball that had two little nozzles on it that like spun. There's a name for it, I can't remember, like Helio, something or something like that. Okay. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, about.
0: you know what I'm talking about. They had yeah. access to steam power and they did well, some things with it. Well no,
1: because they had access to a steam novelty yes. but they never figured out a way to make see, it into a device see, until this is, this is like the nineteen hundreds. This is like
0: China 1800s. and gunpowder. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had something, but they just made you, toys with it.
1: Could you imagine uh Greek, Greek, and Roman steampunk.
0: I'm just kind of picturing togas with like gears taped all over them.
1: There's like you know a guy on a toga and a, on a wooden brass uh, steam motorcycle. <laughs> I just I think just, it, there were there were literally just a few. You're like one good idea away. Ideas away from having you know. St- actual steam powered things. Like what if Archimedes I don't know if he was around when this uh, steam stuff was being messed with, but like Archimedes had come up with a steam water screw. Oh steam shit, powered dude. water screw.
0: That would have been some shit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. God, think of how advanced it would have been by the time they all died of fucking lead poisoning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no. you know, I, still can't deal with the
0: fact that there was lead pipes.
1: Well, the Roman Empire, you know, fell for many reasons, mostly socioeconomic. Yes, absolutely. The lead just wasn't a good—it wasn't good for long-term viability. It was a really bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, he's saying that, like, thirteen thousand years ago, an event happened that wiped out a, a advanced civilization on Earth, and one of the proofs he points to um, is is the Giza Plateau. Mm-hmm. we're going to start with the Sphinx. because. So, so
1: how, how long ago is he talking?
0: We're like, talking like the year 10,000 BC. 10,000 BC. Okay. 10,000 BC, close to 13,000 years ago. All right. Uh, saying that at a specific point, the night sky is mirrored on the Giza Plateau by the Nile, the Sphinx, and and the three pyramids, being that the Nile would have appeared to flow into the belt of the the band of the Milky Way. Mm -hmm. The Sphinx would be mirrored in the sky by the constellation of Leo. And the three stars in Orion's belt would be mirrored by the location of the three pyramids, the three great pyramids
1: on the Giza Plateau. Okay. All right. So he thinks that this advanced civilization had nothing better to do than lay out their complex for the way it would line up once a year. What are you saying, Mike? I'm saying that the night sky is changing. Yes. And it's never yes, it it only is. line up and be mirrored one day a year. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's what he's saying. So that that's a lot that's a long way to go for a lame joke. Well,
0: I mean like there's something poetic about it, and, like, I could see, like, if this was, like, some huge, important thing for this civilization, maybe?
1: What he thinks, that when it perfectly aligns, like, the pyramids open up and shoot beams of light into the sky. No, I, I want to really emphasize Just he is not that, one of those guys. But it's it's so fantastical for no good reason. It's like I, saying, when you know, when we laid out New York, they you know, specific or all the conspiracies about DC that it was laid out in specific Masonic, you know, patterns and that's, shit. That's that's insane. That's Washington. Exactly. I mean, what? we don't do that nowadays. Why would they do that back then? Sure they did in Washington. What do you mean?
0: Washington's laid out in a giant satanic grid. No it's not. Yeah it is.
1: It's laid out in a Washington is in a pattern the same way fucking Disney World's in a pattern because it was conceptualized all at once. And it wasn't a city that grew out of a little fucking village.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that. I'm just saying that, like, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying
1: That's that's my point is that.
0: They're also saying that the reason traffic is so fucked up in D.C. is because it's due to routing of power uh, to Congress and the president. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised I haven't said my word yet.
0: I'm a little shocked too. Like I thought we'd be there by now. Is it a is it a bad word? It might be. So all right, the Giza complex. The other thing is, the reason he thinks it could be that old, because everybody always points to Khufu's name being in the Great Pyramid of Giza, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And while, yes, they found Khufu's name in there. And yeah, but they, he, he probably was like a teen and just like scratch Khufu was here. No,
0: it's worse it. than that, actually. So they mentioned this actually in Stargate, which was also influenced by... Uh, yeah, You know what? I'm, I'm just going to say uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerichson are, are big fans of uh, Graham Hancock because they mention a lot of the shit he's brought up. Because, like in Stargate, you know, somebody mentions Khufu's name being in the pyramid and Daniel Jackson says he was a fraud. And everybody boos and walks out. Now, the reason that that gets brought up is because there is really good evidence that Khufu's name in the pyramid is is a fraud because it was written in red paint using relatively modern chemicals. Yeah. And it was misspelled, Khufu's name was misspelled in the exact same way as the shitty books the archaeologists that found it had. All right. That's like, you know, uh, that's like if you found Kevin spelled with two E's instead of uh, an E and an I. Yeah. Uh, written in modern magic marker in, in, in a tomb somewhere. Yeah. And this guy was on the verge of, of losing his funding unless he made a massive discovery. And then just like the day before he's going to lose his funding, suddenly he finds Khufu's name in the Great Pyramid where people had explored before. You do the math. It just sounds like this motherfucker was trying to stay on the gravy train. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's no real proof that Khufu built the pyramids. All right. I'm just saying. Y'all can argue all you want. But the big thing is the Sphinx. You know where I'm going with this, Mike. What about it? All right, the Sphinx. Let's talk about the Sphinx. If you take away the concrete supports for the headdress, yeah. the, the man's head on the body is way too small. All right? The theory is that originally it was a lion's body built when uh, the Giza complex was a savannah and it was a lion. Mhm. All right. Now, once it became a desert, the sphinx has been periodically buried over the millennia by yeah. sand. Including uh, if you find the dream st- if you look at the dream stella, which is a stone in front of the sphinx, it says I discovered this head in the sand and I uncovered it and it said I would become a great pharaoh if I did this. And I did and I did basically. Now, the theory is that the head was chiseled down to that pharaoh's head. Now, the other supporting evidence is that the Sphinx shows what several scientists say is clear signs of water erosion. And the last time the Giza Plateau was In a condition where it would be exposed to that much rain and water was roughly 13,000 years ago. Okay. All right. So this is what he's talking about. This is what him and several other scientists have talked about, including Robert Bovell.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh Uh-oh. I just heard a well. Wikipedia about the Sphinx says that's Mm -hmm. all bullshit.
0: Okay, take a drink. (laughs) <laughs> ah, I You're knew right? that was coming
1: I didn't say bullshit yet
0: No, that's the first sure. time you said bullshit This whole oh, episode, right. I've just been sitting here With bated
1: breath Oh, that's some good slurm That is some good slurm, buddy Alright But yeah, no um, let's. None of the archaeological evidence says that there was recent water erosion. Never said recent. Well, 13,000 years ago. But, you know, water erosion of the Sphinx.
0: Yeah, now there are. And here's the thing:
1: it is carved out of the bedrock. Now. For that, and that the uh, Sphinx temple in front of that was in front of it mm-hmm. was made with the stones that was carved from around the Sphinx.
0: Okay. Now, in Hancock's defense, in fingerprints of the gods, he does talk about the fact that uh, some sand erosion can cause something that looks like water erosion. He does bring that up, so I'll give him credit for that. He also will admit when he's wrong about things.
1: And there's also speculation that uh, the Sphinx head could have been a natural rock formation that was, Mm -hmm. because there is, there are uh, in Egypt, these, uh, what does it call them here? I'm trying to find it. I read it a second ago. But anyway, there's, you know, know, like in the Southwest desert, you have these like kind of rock spires that have been carved by the wind. Yeah, the buttes but uh there's some thought that it could have they could have found the head like that and or you found a rock like that and i was like oh I'll carve a head into it well, i'll keep carving you know and they start carving out the uh the body mm-hmm. or carving out the the ground for the uh the temple
0: okay the the complex yeah yeah
1: well i mean that like i said there's the sphinx temple that was yeah. in front yeah, of yeah, it that's
0: true that's that was true.
1: carved out that it was built it was you know a temple built with stones that were carved from around the Sphinx, because Sphinx is kind of in a depression.
0: Yes. Now, as an offside, I'm just going to say, fuck the whole Antiquities division in Egypt, because they built, like, walls where you can't even see it from the fucking highway.
1: Yeah. Like, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all for all that. Well, I mean, if you look at an overhead Picture of uh Cairo. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just this sprawling metropolis that just stops right Mm -hmm. there at the Great Pyramid Complex, yeah. Which I'm glad they did because god knows what they would have done. I mean, you wouldn't, I mean, although I would like to see the the alternate history where like the buildings were just built up around the pyramids,
0: man. QMA, yeah, welcome to the new uh Sphinx Hilton, Mm -hmm. Jesus,
1: the uh. The uh uh buh, buh, I can't remember what, the name of any
0: of the pyramids. Jesus God. They, well, it's a great pyramid and the uh, other two pyramids but and had, shit.
1: Like the names of the the people.
0: Uh, Khufu, Khafre, and Shire. I don't remember the third
1: one. Welcome to the Khufu McDonald's. Would you <laughs> would you like to pharaoh size your meal?
0: Hey, welcome to the Cafre Brothel. <laughs> Jesus God. Oh Lord! So anyway, the point is, I still don't see a reason to not think that maybe there were, and and like in recent history, there's been a lot of discoveries of things like humanity's been in North America substantially longer than we thought. Yeah.
1: Well.
0: Um, and then there's, hang on, I'm going to find the name of this because I always mispronounce it as Google blah blah. Uh, Turkish Ancient uh, That's not how you spell that. God damn it. Uh, okay, I should not type after drinking. Gobekle Tipe. The oldest temple structure ever discovered is... Uh, let's see. They're saying between 9,500 and 8,000 BCE. And there are visual similarities between some of the uh, carvings with carvings found uh, in Egypt. Now, okay. I'm, not, I'm not saying that those are linked. Graham Hancock, on the other hand... Is saying they're linked
1: I mean they're More likely It's just a common Uh Ancestry
0: Yeah no That's what I'm saying And the thing is That Ancestry Cause I mean All he's people saying came it's the From ancient one place Yes And he's saying That place Was this ancient Lost civilization
1: Well It's not really A lost civilization so Well much, we don't know just, Anything about it Well yeah I mean Except
0: well, that they had This thing for dudes With wings with baskets
1: Maybe that was their version of manga. Oh, my God. Whatever was hentai. No, not hentai.
0: Not hentai? Just no, manga? Just manga. Just manga. It okay. their
1: Naruto. Oh, God.
0: Fucking hell. Um, so, let's see. We covered that. He also talks about in South America saying that he basically links all ancient civilizations with this... Mother culture, you know, which I don't have a problem with that necessarily, you know,
1: I mean, I mean, there was such a thing, but it's wasn't advanced. I mean, it was, it was just normal for its time. Well, he thinks it wasn't. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Why well, um, has everything got to be so, so. So what? So special.
0: I don't know, but it appeals to me. There's a part of this that really, really appeals to me, you know? I've read like three of this guy's books, and while, yes, I could argue historical points, I'm still fascinated by the concept of it and the whole idea of an ancient, lost mother culture. One of Hancock's favorite phrases is, we are a species with amnesia
1: well yeah because there's just events in the past we don't know anything about exactly and but they're not you know some advanced you know i mean using the word advanced is so weird because i mean so the the egyptians made all this stuff how Mm -hmm. is that you know just because it didn't take place you know 4,000 years earlier than that or 6,000 years earlier than that.
0: Well, here's the question, and and this is one of the things a lot of people... Why does point.
1: it matter that it was done in 2,000 B.C. and not 10,000 B.C.? Does it uh, matter? Uh, really? Maybe. I
0: don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I just, like, there's a part of me that this really appeals to the idea that I don't know. I, I, I can't explain it. It just, it, it speaks to my soul on some level. And that's one of the reasons I like the Wheel of Time books so much.
1: Here's the thing. E- ancient Egypt is already an ancient culture mm-hmm. that did some pretty amazing things. Here's the thing. Why do you want to take that away from them?
0: Here's the thing. You know what, it's kind of like that whole thing with the Phantom Time hypothesis where they were saying, like, you know, uh, the Middle Ages were invented to legitimize uh, the Holy Roman Emperor's claim to the throne, and all it would do was uh, make him look bad Mm -hmm. for not conquering the stuff himself. Well, it's kind of like that in a way, you know. It, It does lessen the achievements of those civilizations. I do agree that there's some startling similarities there, but also I kind of feel like pyramids are like the fucking easiest thing to build because it's a goddamn pile with flat sides.
1: Well, I mean, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all because.
0: Yeah, okay. They fucked up that one pyramid, the pyramid of Dozer.
1: And not only that, but you have to look at it. The the logistical uh, yes shit you have to have together to do a pyramid i mean you have to carve every stone in at least in the outside of the pyramid is unique yes well okay you have four of each that are you know the same but you have to carve them in the right order mm-hmm. get them to the site in the right order and they all have to be within a certain measure of accuracy. Yes. Admittedly, once you fit it in place, you can, like, fine-tune it a bit. It's not like it has to be perfect as soon as it gets there. Right. Once you put it in place, you can, like, make... But you have to have enough knowledge to get it, you know, mm-hmm. level. Because if... Well... If if think about it, the pyramid is, you know however many hundreds of you know feet or meters tall mm-hmm. i don't know how big they are but really goddamn big but if those stones are just a little bit not level you're fucked by the time you get to the top you know it looks it's like leaning it the leaning something. tower of pisa yeah. well here's something I'm i want to point that's for out for a different reason but
0: yeah know. but i'm going to point out something really important that like i said i i respect like hancock's ideas i love these ideas I don't necessarily believe all of them. Mm-hmm. But there is something very important that a lot of people really forget about the Egyptians, the Incas, the the Mayans, the Aztecs, all these people. Hmm. They were bureaucratic as fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean I mean like they were they had giant fucking hard ons
1: for Like, efficiency. And and not just efficiency, just for, you
0: know... There were systems in place for everything. And if there's one thing they could do, they could organize. Yeah. Like, this... You don't get a civilization that anal without figuring out architecture. You know?
1: Yeah, and, well... So... So, you have architecture and engineering. hmm Architecture is more of the art yeah. side of it.
0: Uh, yeah, I understand. You know, but what I'm saying is like... And engineering is... These were civilizations that...
1: Nuts and bolts of it.
0: Absolutely. But these were civilizations that were pretty much gonna have that because of the way they were constructed.
1: Well, here's the thing about if you look at any ancient civilizations, every ancient Mm -hmm. civilization did this kind of stuff. So there's something intrinsically built into our thought processes that we want to build things bigger than us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still, if you look at the biggest shit we have on earth, like the biggest like Mm -hmm. container ships or, you know, aircraft carriers, you yeah. think all it took was a pile of fucking monkeys to build one of those. <laughs> I and mean, think about it. Think about that the fact is that not that where was built that statement with was going. people's hands. Yes. Or the machines that built those were built with people's hands. Or the machines that built those machines. It's You trace... This, There's a
0: dude with a slide yeah, you, rule somewhere you, you, in the you back. Tra-
1: you uh, trace... A fucking nuclear-powered aircraft carrier back far enough in the every thing that every tool that made that aircraft carrier eventually get back to someone hand making some shit, mm-hmm. and that 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 is what's amazing to me.
0: No, no, that, I totally get that. Is that you know? And the thing is, I don't think Hancock's theories do away with that. I just think he's trying to set the timeline further back. On that. Which
1: actually kind of diminishes people. You know, it, it kind of is throwing shade at people saying now, that, oh, we needed more time to do this. Kind of like no, we, we fucking figured that out and yeah, less time seriously, to Seriously,
0: let's look at um, the Wright brothers to the space shuttle.
1: Yeah, or even just the Wright brothers to the moon landing.
0: Yeah. That was uh, 60, 70 years? Yes. Yeah, 70 we went, years, what? we went from a uh, balsa wood, paper, and an engine to
1: the moon. Or, well, some people don't believe we went to the moon. God damn but it, motherfuckers. You, can, you can't deny, okay, even if you want to deny that the moon landing happened, you have to look at the Saturn V. There's indisputable proof that that fucking thing existed, right? Yes. We have, you know, unused one on display. There's, you know, thousands of eyewitnesses' accounts. I'm not even going to
0: go into the fact that people would say that's all bullshit. But yes, no, that is
1: actually truth that you're saying. You know, there there were there are people alive that saw that thing launch. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that that thing happened, and so in 60 years. Or seven, just about 70 years. Let's go with 70. 70 years we went, a person's lifetime, we went from the first human-powered flight. To, to, to landing to on the goddamn moon. To launching basically a skyscraper. Even if we didn't land on the moon, we still launched a fucking skyscraper. Yes. Something that, you know, fully fueled, weighed millions of, of tons. Tons. Pounds or tons, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Let's but go with lot. tons. It weighed a lot.
0: It weighed a lot. It weighed at least as much as your mom. <laughs>
1: yes. So that that right there says that. I mean, admittedly, we are accelerating. Like
0: technology, well, it's
1: always like that. Accelerates
0: technology accelerates the advancement of other technologies.
1: But that that. Holds true in the ancient world too. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, it wasn't shit. as fast Once as you world. figure out the fucking arch. Once you figure out algebra. Yeah. Which just because it was only codified. Right, right. You right. know I don't by what Newton? Wasn't that what we Newton we,
0: was one of the first yeah <laughs> but Newton he just came up with algebra him. because he was
1: bored on a weekend.
0: I'm not joking. But, but that is the, a fact.
1: But the precepts of algebra have been discovered and probably lost, rediscovered numerous, multiple numerous times. times. Geometry. Yes. I mean, you look at Egypt. You can't say that they didn't know fucking geometry. How the fuck did they not have the wheel? I think it probably is environmental. Yeah, sand. I mean, the wheel is only really useful when you have hard packed earth. And, and they knew the wheel. They knew that round things made things move better. Yeah, because they mean, used that, logs. Yeah. And uh mm-hmm. sledges yes but if you don't have a have a environment that's conducive to making roads the wheel mm-hmm. really doesn't make sense i mean that's like saying why didn't the incas have with a wheel because there's dense jungle you're yeah. not going to carve out roads you know by hand when walking work just you know just as well
0: yeah it, well you, i I get it i get it but let's talk about one other thing that's sort of a detraction to this theory it and again i still love this theory all right i'm not saying it's not true i don't you know i'm not gonna say it's not true but where is the physical remains of the civilization one of the th- one of the problems a lot of people have with this theory is that there's no archaeological remnant. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's underwater or what have you. Like, you know, oh, they would have been settled on coast and like the water level. And I'm not going to get into the whole Earth stole Mars's water thing during the Younger Dryass thing. <laughs> uh, like, that's a theory that there was a giant what? funnel through space. Yeah. And uh, we stole Mars's water, and it drowned a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah. If you want to hear about that from people that legitimately believe it, go to (laughs) mysteriousuniverse.org and listen to fucking uh, those two guys go on about fucking water spouts in space, because holy shit, that was insane. Um, But the point is, uh, they're saying that like the remnants may be buried underwater somewhere, and I'm like, motherfucker, it'd still probably be visible. I mean, like people point to the Bimini
1: Road. You're familiar with the Bimini Road, right? Uh, it's from sounds familiar, but okay. What? Tell me, give me a refresher. All right, and Bimini. The too. Bimini. No, I don't need to know. The audience <laughs> needs to know. All right, uh, off the coast of Bimini,
0: near uh, I want to say Jamaica, somewhere in the uh, the Caribbean. Uh, it was discovered large, square blocks in a straight line. Oh, yeah. Yes, the, yeah. that resemble a okay. road or the top of a submerged wall. And everybody lost their fucking shit because Edgar Casey, famous psychic from the 1920s and 30s, had predicted that a part of Atlantis would be discovered near Bimini. Which, that's pretty fucking coincidental, all right? You, you got to yeah. admit, right? It's like the 20s, they're going to find part of Atlantis off the coast of Bimini. Bam, they find something that looks like a road or a wall at Bimini, all right? That's pretty fucking amazing. That's a good goddamn coincidence. And coincidence is the breeding ground of conspiracy. So, yeah, they discover this shit. And uh, people say that could be the remnants of part of this lost civilization. Of course, most people say it's Atlantis. But, you know, whatever. Point is, Bimini Road, and then scientists come, and they look at it, and like, ah, natural formations. Like, and the thing is, like, it happens all the time. And I've yet to see an example of this happening anywhere else. Um, no one ever says, well, see, it happened here. It's like, no, it's a natural thing. Obviously. Because we well, can't I mean, deal. They, they're not going to say that if they didn't, haven't seen <laughs> the it The history books have been written, Mike. No. <laughs> Sorry. It's just that's always the response people give. And it's just like, yeah, okay. Could you, could you explain it to me like I'm an idiot then? Because, like. Yeah. I, I need something better than, well, it's natural. Well, why is it natural? Because I said so. I need a little more. Um, yeah, I mean. Especially after a fucking psychic said you'd find it there. That's yeah. the thing that gets me. Well, I Casey mean, wasn't even a scuba diver, they didn't have scuba back then. He just laid on a couch and babbled for hours.
1: There's that that that's there's this interesting phenomenon that that's called psychosis coincidence.
0: Yes, no, that's exactly what I was saying. That's why I said it's, it's like coincidence the, uh, is the breeding ground of conspiracy.
1: But uh, it's, it's like that uh, unexplained encyclopedia series from the eighties. Oh, I've got some of those the commercials for it though yeah coincidence? coincidence or something more yeah no i love those because it's, like, it's fucking coincidence yeah
0: that's the definition of the goddamn word a mother yeah. at home feels a burning on her sensation meanwhile at home uh, uh at home 90 miles away her daughter is giving her bo- her boyfriend a hand job mm-hmm. coincidence yes yeah I mean that's just a given. It, it yeah, no, I I understand it's a hell of a coincidence though. Yeah. I mean like it is an astronomical fucking coincidence, if it's a coincidence. You know? Yeah. And uh but yeah, also Hancock has pointed to Edgar Casey and I'm kinda like, look, that's a great coincidence but, like a lot of what Casey said was uh fucking bullshit yeah like he really um he was all about atlantis and a lot of that so like people were like he was called the sleeping prophet because he would yeah. like fall asleep and then talk in his sleep about atlantis okay and that's there's the edgar casey institute is still a thing Now, that being said, our roommate has begun talking in his sleep. And if you would like to donate to our uh, Gage is a fucking Profit Institute, please donate to our Patreon.
1: Well, I I haven't been able to delve much meaning out of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that thing. Oh, my God. Were, Were you there the night he
0: started, like, cussing somebody out? No. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that he just started going, awesome. No, fuck you! <laughs> I was like, What the fuck is he doing in there? So, anyway, point is, I'm sorry. Um, but, I mean, you get the idea of what I'm saying about this guy, right? I mean, yeah. like, I'm fascinated by his theories. Yeah, it's probably bullshit, but, like,. There's a part of me that hangs on to it because I'm fascinated by it. Because every now and again, you'll hear something in the news that kind of lends just enough credence to it. Yeah. So, I'm not willing to count it out exactly. Now, what does the skeptic think? Like, if, hypothetically, we found the proof, would you be completely shocked? Or would you be like, huh, it's interesting?
1: No, I mean, so before tonight, uh-huh. I would have like, I kind of thought there was some credence to the uh, the Sphinx is older than, you know, uh,
0: 26,000, 2600 years.
1: But while we we're talking, I went on Wikipedia and read what it had to say about mm-hmm. it and, you know, yeah. And yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I mean, so Wikipedia is one of those things that people poo-poo it as a source, right?
0: Well, I mean, when you can go but, on and edit and put somebody's uh, parents as ass and balls.
1: But here's the thing, wicked for the big
0: things, like for okay, for this, nobody's gonna go on and fuck this up that badly. So
1: there's, I mean, it's it's very democratic in that mm-hmm. you know.
0: It's reviewed before it's edited, usually.
1: Well, it's also, it's just that if, if someone puts some bullshit out there, it's not going to stand. I mean, admittedly, I don't know. It's just... You're the,
0: not as big a believer as you would have been. The... the Are you saying that our discussing this made you less of a believer?
1: <laughs> it made me think, wow. realize that... Wow, there's a lot of evidence that points away from the sphinx being anything other than, you know, wow, 2600 BC.
0: You know what? I got one thing to say about that, Mike. Hmm. Uh and this is in relation to me discussing this with you. Hmm. Man, I totally fucking failed in my job. I'm, uh, I'm glad
1: you get the sad trombone in there.
0: I really, I've been waiting for an excuse to do
1: that. To be honest, <laughs> um, this is Kevin and Mike DJ in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what what were those guys called? The the uh, morning zoo. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The isn't there like a term for those kind of DJs? Yeah. Assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are the assholes? (laughs) We're the the morning assholes on
0: Z one (laughs) hundred six point seven. (laughs) Anyway, boys No, that's John Boy and Billy. Oh, that is John Boy and Billy. Fuck those guys. (laughs) Fuck those guys. The anyway, point is, I, I guess it's been Robert the episode. Was all right. Yeah, I guess. I and mean, he's a fucking... He's dead now. He's dead, and he probably deserves to be I mean, the He that was one He was a homophobe. Big-time oh, yeah, no. fucking racist homophobe. Oh, yeah, I mean... And you could hear the cork come out of the bottle and the doop 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 noises as he's fucking <laughs> doing. And we're way more honest about our drinking on this show than he ever was. <laughs> All right, we admit we took two shots of tequila, goddamn it. So anyway, I'm still not willing to let this one go. You know, and it's fine. What? I I just you know what would it take for me to convince you? Jesus Christ, I don't know. Lick my balls. I don't. Okay, Han, pull your no, pants down. No, 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 uh, no. I really don't know. I mean, like, there's a part of me that's just gonna hang on to this for a
1: while. I mean, uh, it's not hurting anybody yeah i mean and and i don't want to be the person that shits on people's dreams well okay
0: look 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 here's the thing the truth of the giza plateau and a lost civilization number one either way it's not getting me a job (laughs) it's not getting anybody laid except for Graham
1: hancock well, I don't know. I mean, the that Egypt guy, Mike, you know, he's pulling it in.
0: Man, that dude has got so many underage hookers, I'm sure. And you know what? I'm going please, down on record Please don't sue us. That. Man, fuck you. Sue me. I got nothing to take. Don't sue me. Sue Kevin. He doesn't yeah, have any money. Don't sue Mike. I'm the one that said it. I got no money to take anyway. What you going to do? Sue me for my reputation? I got none. Anyway, point is... Um I totally understand Mike's point of view on this, and I'm okay with that. And I'm probably wrong, and that's okay. I'm going to hang on to my beliefs. I'm still going to enjoy Graham Hancock's books. Uh, I'm not going to enjoy Graham Hancock as a person. And uh, I guess it's, that's the episode right there.
1: But Kevin, geology is right.
0: Man, look. I'm not... Look, just... <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Just pfft.
1: geology.
0: God damn it, Mike! You and your fucking science, science. Oh shit! I can't, I can't be that guy. I can't say science is bullshit because it's not. But I'm, I'm gonna hang on to this by by my by my fingers. Short and curlys. My short and curlies, Yes. Um, Mike, as always, thank you so much for being on the show. Man, that tequila's kicking in on both of us Uh, on me for sure oh yeah no i am totally like my eyes i'm sitting here going when was the last time i opened my eyes (laughs) i don't remember when i opened my eyes mike that tequila is really uh like it's gonna break its foot off in my ass soon (laughs) um thank you so much for being on the show mike is there anything you want to
1: plug other than my beehole. No. Um no, I don't, you know me, I don't yeah, have Yeah, Mike don't have much of a web presence. Um But I'm, I'm just that guy in the shadows that watches you undress. Wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So um so no, I am. I am on this uh podcast. Not very frequently. It's called a supernatural selection. I came up with a name for it. Yes,
0: Mike actually did come up with the name Supernatural Selection. I initially. If you
1: didn't if you don't realize I'm plugging the podcast on this podcast.
0: That's fine. I'm not gonna stop you. (laughs) Uh, we both had the same amount of tequila. And probably
1: alcohol. So uh yeah. So so you can you can find that podcast, you know, on your mom. Super On your mom.
0: (laughs) Wow, man. This shit just got weird. So you can find this. uh, Mike actually would love to answer some questions. Speaking of which, it's been a little bit since you've been on.
1: Let me me check that shit.
0: I need to check questions real quick. We're going to head over to Facebook because I know we had... Some questions on the Supernatural Selection page, which you can go to Facebook and look up Supernatural Selection. Um, I think it's at Supernat Pod.
1: Yeah, there's nothing in my Gmail.
0: Yeah, there's nothing in mine either. Let me see. I did a call for questions. Me and David answered a few. Call for questions. The Discord. Uh, I'll check that in just a second. I'm looking. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Uh, is there any legitimate proof of vampires or werewolves from Gretchen Blaze?
1: I don't know of any.
0: I can't think of any either. I mean, there's like proof of people being terrified of the motherfuckers. Than
1: how long they've been around.
0: Well, vampires, I'm pretty sure the origin of the vampire thing is the fact that um, corpses tend to turn and curl up in the caskets when they're rigamortis. unpreserved, rigor mortis. And uh, that makes made people think that they were climbing out at night and doing horrible things uh, during, like, say, consumption.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny that, you know... Back then, that became vampires, but nowadays it would become zombies.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And then there's werewolves, which is just you know there is a medical classification for lycanthropy like, now, which is basically people going nuts and thinking they're wolves. Which a lot of times it's like so, uh, what's it called. So I have to Rabies. wonder.
1: I have to wonder if uh, also it was kind of started because you know those uh, those. Uh, Mexican kids, well, they were kids when you. Know, oh, we were the dog face up, boys. Yeah, that they, they were super hairy. I wonder if they're like just like a family like that in like medieval Europe or something. Oh,
0: dude, totally. I can
1: they totally maybe see Germany that. or something. Probably. And you know they 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 were mountain people. You know, kind of like you know the mid century uh, West Virginians. Mm-hmm. They didn't go around people much, so they were just sighted. And... Did you see that damn dog boy out there in the woods? <laughs> oh, did you see the dog boy? Oh. That, my attempt at a German accent. Wow, that, that was failed. fucking awful. I know. Wolf,
0: did you see the dog boy roaming around in some woods? I was driving my douche-nausle down the autobahn and I patched the dog boy. I was driving my cart down the road. <laughs> <laughs> you try to come up with something good. Yeah. And you got road. Okay, here's something. Kick Acron uh in the Discord. Yes, longtime listener of the show, also big fan of Dave Ross, along with myself. Uh asked, What do you know about the slide rock bolter, a whale that lives in the mountains of Colorado and eats tourists? I don't know a That's goddamn weird. thing, but yeah. I want to know everything about this. I mean that is like fascinating and stupid. You you looking it up?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. There's a lot of discussion about uh, the fay between Ghost Forge and Kick Ass Tron, which basically resulted in them deciding um, they're assholes. <laughs> Uh, and I know KickAstron asked this, and me and David answered it ourselves about do the Ninja Turtles count as
1: cryptids? And uh, in the real world, <laughs> what? 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 So what? I went on cryptids.fandom.com. Oh, fuck. Wiki. Oh, the Slide God. Rock Bolter, and the pictures they have are like this whale with like its tail at the tip of a mountain laying down. And it's just. <sighs> Funny and horrifying at the same time. Is
0: this a giant god-awful... I'm looking at it right now.
1: (laughs) The two pictures. (sighs) (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) In Colorado, apparently. This may be the dumbest picture I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm fascinated, and I kind of need
1: something more to drink. So, a whale that, that that are known for... Dying when (laughs) out of the water. Yeah, the second picture. It's
0: the second picture where it's like (laughs) rr. The first one just looks like it's like "Ah, fuck. The second one is
1: rr. Even if a whale wouldn't just die after a couple of hours of laying on land, say you know it found the perfect carved thing that would, you know, keep it supported, and there was like a river flowing over it so it didn't dehydrate. It has to rely on stupid animals wandering past it for it to eat. Um, the very first
0: comment <laughs> from this month at the bottom of the pages. So basically, it filter feeds on trees and anything else in its path.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, the the for the one time of every couple of months I Ear just stupidly runs in front of it, and it can eat it.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I think, and, and it's likely to pull up its own poo. You maybe need to stop for a second and realize deer are incredibly stupid.
1: Well, yeah, but they're also flighty as fuck. And if anything moves, like a mouse farts three hundred yards away, and a deer will just run for its life.
0: Okay, into traffic, Mike, My- December sixth. 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elsa Elmano mm-hmm. on the Cryptids <laughs> fandom said. <laughs> I just
1: saw it. Can we cook it? And Queen <laughs> Goddith says, yum.
0: yum. I I that's great. I fucking love Slide that. The first, bolter, yum. the first thing anyone wants to know is can we eat it? Yes. Kind of like on that robot chicken sketch where it's like I built a robot that can we fuck it?
1: I think they are huge salamanders.
0: Yeah, that makes so much more sense.
1: And the response to that. Yep. yep.
0: <laughs> People who sleep the other way around with their feet on the pillow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, all the like blood has to be rushed into its head, so it's like, <laughs> you know, constantly lightheaded. <laughs> Uh, Riding uh, out all the time uh, The deadly mountain whale
0: Oh my god What I don't get is how people don't notice The gigan- gigantic fish on the top of the mountain On their hike
2: That's a
0: very good point God damn it So Let's see uh, So my Mm-hmm. As me and David were talking about the whole, are Ninja Turtles cryptids? In the real world, no, they're a fictional thing. But, like, within
1: the world of the Ninja Turtles. God, yeah, there's got to be, oh. like, rumors flying about. Well, no, they're on the news, aren't they? Well, no, in the original comics, no. Well, okay, so the, the, the cartoon, yeah, April yeah, was always, you know, the, reporting the about The Ninja
0: him. Turtles saved me because I'm a stupid bitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: in the comics, though, it's like I think I saw them, damn lizard boys. So it's definitely they're definitely cryptids in there.
1: You think they're like, you know, Ninja Turtle groupies, but you know, unfortunately, they're like middle-aged, balding, fat dudes. Oh yeah, dude, like going gonna, out. Yeah, but they get they get something wrong, so they're constantly leaving like lasagna and calzones around trying to tempt them out.
0: When you said lasagna and then they go out and it's just Garfield. (laughs) It's just Garfield there eating lasagna going, God damn it. I'm trying to catch a turtle
1: and I keep getting this fucking orange cat.
0: Well, you shouldn't put it out on Mondays.
1: I hate Mondays.
0: I hate Mondays. And the only thing that saves me is lasagna. Fuck you, Garfield. So (laughs) guys thanks for the questions we had a lot of we we actually had some questions there and we really appreciate them uh please feel free to leave more head to our discord there is a link on the website and you can uh go there there's a questions for the show uh forum channel thing. thing That you can talk about with other people on there. Uh, you can email Mike at skepticalmike at supernatural selection You can use the contact form at
1: our website. Yeah, because that's a lot of things to type out. So that, I would imagine that is a lot. I suggest you just go to our website and use that contact form because that's a website, lot easier.
0: Our website is supernatpod.rocks. That is the Easiest way to find us, that short URL, supernatpod.rocks.
1: And the rock stands for the rocks in our heads. Uh, No, it stands for rocks. No, it's the rocks in our heads. Admit it. Okay, yes. Yes,
0: it's, but they're the singing rocks in our heads. No, they're rock lords. Rock lords. Powerful (laughs) living rocks. So... Uh I can't believe I remember that. Jesus. Okay, so uh, if you want to hear more stupid shit like that and me and David discuss more monkey men, uh, head over to the website and click the Patreon button. We have a Patreon. Uh, currently we have one patron who once again is mr david holyfield david thank you so much for your donations uh we really appreciate it again you are the king of the podcast right now you are our lord and savior all praise dave wait a minute you're getting money for this shit Where's my cut? uh you want 250 <laughs> no, that's all right it's 250 once just, it's just, more than five bucks yeah we can talk just, about just it just put it
1: in a, a savings account so we can like uh-huh all yeah, things
0: that five bucks a month man we're gonna get so many snickers but seriously uh we got multiple tiers uh we're gonna have some bonus podcasts as soon as we get some donators on the higher levels. Uh, We've got our first subject lined up and it's going to be a fun one so please head over to our Patreon which should be patreon.com slash Supernatural Selection or click the button on supernatpod.rocks You can find us on Twitter at Supernatpod You can find us on Facebook either searching for Supernatural Selection or at Supernatpod and uh Yeah, contact us through all the various bullshits. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and your feedback. You guys have been amazing. You have given me such hope for this show. I mean, like, you know, I do this thing because I love it and because I've got to get this shit out of my head before it kills me. Or creates a tumor, or Or which will kill you. Yes, which will kill me. And uh, you guys have really given me a lot of uh, just joy in being able to do this and I know Mike enjoys doing this and David enjoys doing it and Clark enjoys it and uh, also I'm an occasional co-host on Kids' Stuff David's Podcast which is about the Child's Play film series and the Chucky TV show so check that out it's available on all your podcast stuff as well Uh, Subscribe to our show on your podcast catcher of choice. If you have the ability, please leave a review or like us or whatever the hell your podcast app lets you do. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for being here. Remember, Mike, as always, we love all these people. What was it again? Agape, not Eros. Yes. Agape, not Eros. We love you guys. But maybe sometimes Eros. A little bit Eros. So we will see you guys next time. So until then, stay frosty. Good night. Later. Supernatural Selection has been a production of DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. You can find it and more shows broadcast weekly at DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Our theme music is Screensaver by Kevin MacLeod. It is used through Creative Commons license and more of his music can be found at incompitech.filmmusic.io.